it's episode two of Hog in the Mic, season two. I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, with the other host... Maximum Bacon. Maximum Bacon. That's a lot of bacon. That's the most bacon you, you can have, the maximum amount. That's a lot of bacon. I don't know. How, how much bacon is that? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ask Siri and see what she says. That's the best Let's option. Let's see here. Hey, Siri, what's the most bacon you can have? I found an entry about bacon on Wikipedia. Shall I read it to you? No. <laughs> okay. She's Siri's worthless, apparently. But uh, rest assured, it's I'm, it's a lot of bacon. I would say at least over a ton. That's why we're the best podcast on the internet. <laughs> if we talk about bacon. Jesus, uh, you know what's not good? Because bacon's good. What's not good? The Redskins. The Redskins aren't good. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they looked awful. They, they played a tough, tough team, don't get me wrong, but um, I figured we would be a little more competitive, at least be in the Did game. Did they play a tough team? Didn't they play a bunch of backups? Yeah. Well, Antonio Brown's uh, not a backup. He's pretty much... Uh, uh, no, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a different problem, uh, I think. I think the biggest problem there is coaching, or lack thereof. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It, we looked bad. Uh, our offense looked super conservative in the beginning, and then when we finally decided to start pulling the trigger, you know, stuff started working in the passing game. We never got a run game going. Not even a little bit. Like, uh, they say that they're committed to the run, but they ran the ball, what, eight times? Yeah, something crazy. Kirk threw, I think, 43 times, I read. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, Jones had how did, seven carries. How does that carries. make any sense? Jones had seven carries, and Thompson had four. Cousins Cousins had a, a tenth of the carries for the team. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, uh, this is this is the problem Jay Gruden had uh, in in Cincinnati. People always accused him of abandoning the run. Is is that happening again? Yeah, he had the problem early in the season last year too, and uh, we were pretty bad early in the season. Um, oh, they were they were decent early in the season, then they just gave up on the run. Yeah, well, I'm, I wasn't talking about the run in general. I was talking about more so our overall winning and production. That all came, you know, in the second half along with Kirk. But um, yeah. yeah, and and if if you uh, look it up here, it's seven carries for Matt Jones, twenty four yards. 3.4 yard average, zero touchdowns. Chris Thompson, four carries, 23 yards, 5.8 yards a carry, eh, and one touchdown. Yeah. Well, that's you're, you're that's inexcusable. Seeing, you kind of see Thompson come in on um, passing down. So if he gets the ball, it's kind of one of those, I'm going to scamper up the middle because they're uh, sitting back in a dime or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm, I mean, there's that, and Matt Jones just – he looks about as good as Ezekiel Elliott did this last week, <laughs> which yeah. was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, we, the we opportunities he had, he just looked terrible. He he wasn't he wasn't hitting lanes. He wasn't uh, being patient. He was just running into the back of his own men. Yeah, um, he's he's got to learn to be patient. That's what Alfred Morris excelled at so much. He he could run down the line and then hit the hole with with some patience. Jones just they're, they're like go to the two hole. You know, it's designed to run to the two-hole, but uh, if the two-hole's clogged, you got to go somewhere else. He doesn't yeah, cut do it that. back. That's what, that's what Alfred did. Yeah. Uh, and that's what he did in the first week, wearing the the nastiest tones of silver and blue you've ever seen, the nastiest shades. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I don't, like, uh, I don't even watch I, it. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle that tomorrow, uh, sitting in FedEx and seeing him enter and like, walk into the end zone, score a touchdown, wearing those colors, and then doing his touchdown celebration, his little home run swing, wearing those horrible colors. It's, it's going to make me sick to my stomach. We can prevent that just by keeping him out of the end zone, preferably. <laughs> <laughs> can the Redskins uh, prevent that? Can they? Because they didn't look like they could stop anything yeah they look terrible they they could they made d'angelo williams old man william williams look awesome yes they did and it's scary because uh dallas has such a good line um i'm afraid that way better than the steelers yeah i'm afraid they're going to be able to run all over us that's that's truly what worries me um I mean, antonio brown is a different caliber receiver even than like a des bryant uh, oh, we, for sure. Like, uh, Des Bryant's more of a 50-50 ball guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he, he's not the best route runner or anything like that. You throw it up, most times he's going to come down with it. Yeah, Breland, uh, Breland shut him down before, so we don't have to worry about sure. flipping Norman all over the field like everybody's so concerned about. Uh, yeah, I think the, a, a lot of the reasons people are so concerned about it and, like, wanting him to uh, be man on somebody is because of all the trash talk in the offseason. That and the fact that he's the highest-paid corner in the league. Right. Yeah, no doubt. And with all that praise comes uh, some expectations from fans and uh, commentators. Yeah. I mean, he can't be flipping all the time, especially with as talented as Breland is. Um, it's it's kind of like Breland said at, after the game, he, he still thinks he's a good corner, and I do too. There's He missed an interception. Uh, he, he looked the wrong way one time. I mean, there was that deflect, deflected uh, touchdown catch in the end zone. Right. That was just so fluky. Like, he wasn't as bad as it seemed, but he still wasn't good. Yeah, he's not the reason we lost 38 16. Um, no, the defense couldn't stop anything. There, there was one drive. I, I have no, how many, I have n- no idea how many plays it was, but it was. It felt like the longest drive in the history of man sitting yeah. in that stadium. I'd say so. Like, it, it was terrible. It was just like, I, I think they went for it twice on fourth. They had a lot of third downs that they converted, and the Redskins couldn't do anything. Yeah. Couldn't do anything. It was torturous to watch, really, honestly. It was It was horrible. My, I mean, I didn't expect us to win necessarily, but I had higher expectations that coming off a playoff season that we would be competitive in primetime on a game like that. Now we're the joke of everybody currently, so we need to prove something against Dallas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Redskins' Monday night football record just keeps getting worse and worse. What did you say, 3-11? and 11? Uh, it's like it's something terrible. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, th- their their Monday night record is I think two and two and fifteen. Okay, two and fifteen. Yeah, that's that's shameful, awful. And one and one of those wins was the very first game played at FedEx against the Cowboys. Wow. So uh, th- there's uh, there's a lot of uh, time in between those those wins. So you could say one and fifteen in their last sixteen games. If you want to make it sound even worse. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. The Redskins aren't good in primetime in general, but they're really bad Monday night. Yeah. At yeah. home. At home. Got to figure out something. Yeah, I, you would you would hope. You would hope <laughs> they would, but uh there's there's been many a coach and many a many a quarterback and many a this and many a that and they've still not figured anything out. 
No, uh, no. But I'm hoping I, we can I, I, scheme against Dallas a little better, consider we know that team a little better. You would hope so, but the Redskins are really good at sucking against rookie quarterbacks, no matter who they are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that we need to make him as uncomfortable as possible. Uh, I feel like the run game is going to bail him out a lot, though. Um, that's their hope, and if the Redskins' defensive line is anything like it was against the Steelers, then he's going to have all the time in the world. He's going he's gonna to get opportunities because uh, it, it's going to open up with play action, and that's exactly what Prescott wants. Yeah, exactly. It, I assume um, Colin Jenkins is going to be ready and get some playing time. I mean, but he's one of those old veterans that, that nobody uh, which, had. So, Which is terrible because the Redskins cut him, uh, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was listening to Charlie Casserly. Everybody likes Charlie Casserly for the most part, especially in these parts. Uh, said that he was the best the Redskins had, which is terrible. Yeah, that's <laughs> not good news. <laughs> they they totally ignored their defensive line. It seems like uh, I uh, did. did uh, Pot roast sign with anybody? I don't think so yet. Um, uh, like, I mean, was that's he that bad possibility. last year? Yeah, he like from what I read, he wasn't the best in the world. But uh, you know, you don't sit there and watch the defensive line too much, especially those um, big guys that are the run stoppers. They're not the most interesting to watch. But I don't remember him being bad. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was bad last year, and I know he's good friends with Chris Baker. Uh, yeah, like they have some chemistry I would, there. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I guess. Uh, I mean, and McLuhan, I trust still, but I'm just kind of surprised that there's zero interest. Yeah, I I it really seems. don't understand that. I mean, he I guess he runs by the best player available strategy in the draft. Um, but it's almost like we could have used a high pick on a defensive lineman. We didn't get one till the fifth round. Ah, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's something's gonna have to be fixed and fixed soon if the Redskins actually want to make a push. Uh, it's been proven lately that defense wins Super Bowls. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, oh, well, uh, let's uh, let's get your grades for uh, the Redskins week one against the Steelers. Give me your offense, defense, special teams. Also, I want Kirk Cousins and a coaching staff grade. OK, um, the offense, we ended up with 16 points. Um, I mean, it looked right off the get go like we were going to be able to move the ball. Then we settle for field goals. Um, S- stalls in between the like uh, like great in between the 30s. After that, get to the 30. They suck. Yeah, exactly. Garbage. Um, I would say overall, uh, considering how many yards in the end that Kirk had, which they were just throwing at the end to catch up, um, I would say like a C minus or D plus for the offense. Um, no run game whatsoever to speak of, like we talked about. Um, defense right around the same boat. Uh, I'd say a D. Um, I mean, they had some things that didn't go their way. Um, so that's why they don't get a complete F. Special teams, uh, I mean, not too much yeah. to speak of. <laughs> <laughs> get... and and that's that's what you want from your special teams yeah i don't want to talk about you <laughs> exactly so um, honestly considering that we'll give them a, a b and um and and they did they did do a kickoff uh short of uh kicking it out too yeah that's so true. we'll see if the redskins uh do like the patriots and play around with that rule a little bit and see what they can uh they can push people back 
behind the 20 instead of getting them that extra five yards out to the 25. Yeah, definitely. I I agree with that. And um, Cousins, I mean, like, he he played good, like, stat-wise, but um, considering he couldn't get the ball in the end zone, um, I'm going to give him a B-minus. And then how about the coaching staff? Coaching staff, oh, man, it just looked like horrible game planning from the get-go, again, with the red zone woes, uh, F. All right, here we go. You don't get Offense. an F- minus because the special teams was okay. <laughs> Offense, uh, D+. plus. They were okay between the 30s, didn't do anything, couldn't punch it in the end zone until late, uh, just looked lethargic. Most of the time, uh, and and I'll get to Kirk later, and we'll we'll really talk about that. Um, the defense, F, they were they were bad. They were bad. They couldn't stop the run. It was just you knew they were going to hand it off to D'Angelo Williams, and he would still get five yards. Yeah, they looked terrible. They looked soft in the middle, um, and the secondary, which I thought was going to be a lot better, just not what I thought it was going to be. You think you would think they would like drop back and maybe like a a cover two and just like break off half of the zone there mm-hmm. or something and uh, let uh, Norman maybe follow their their best receiver when it looks like Breland is just garbage against him. Yeah, you know what I mean. What you what you want to like change up your game plan there? I, I think so. I mean, if something's not working, you got to switch it up, and that's I mean, because you can still play you can still does. play zone that just uh, that just limits one of the zones on the field, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, uh, I I don't I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Makes a hundred percent sense to me. <laughs> like I mean, I'm I'm no Joe Barry. I didn't coach the uh, the winless Lions to a winless season as their defensive coordinator or anything. But uh, that just sounds like an idea, you know, an adjustment. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple like, of bright points in the game uh, for the defense, but not much. Yeah, it's it just it's it's nonsensical. It's nonsensical. I I don't understand it. Uh, just no adjustments by the coaching staff. I give I give the coaching staff a D minus. They're even making they're even making Mila cry. Yeah, listen to this. Like uh, <laughs> like she's been crying since Monday. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, since Monday, this kid. She, like she she's had she's had visions of Roethlisberger flea flickers. In her, in her, in her brain, in her dreams, Tossing, her nightmares. Crying. Yeah, the 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 shapes on her uh, baby mobile have uh, have all changed to Steelers. <laughs> it's horrible. Like it's 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 terrible. Like the the poor child poor just can't can't get a moment's rest. Poor kid. Wait, she she told me if we beat Dallas that she'll cheer up, but if not, she might go into an oblivion. <laughs> She'll she'll just hit the hit the formula really hard. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, other than that, I'll, I'll go for the uh, the old special teams. I, I give them I give them a B plus. They were fine. Three field goals. I didn't really have to think about it. I thought it was smart that they dropped it in and uh, didn't try to uh, kick it kick it out of the end zone. So, you know, test it out. See what see what that rules about. See if it's uh, more advantageous to. Drop it in instead of booting it out of the back of the end zone. You don't want to give up an extra five yards. Uh, it is football. It is a game of inches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Right. Oh, poor kid. I know. Uh, she just, she's, just hates she says, the Steelers. Uh, she does. Ever since she was born, she, she's been talking about it. All right. Now she's leaving. Jeez. She's like, I'm done hearing you all talk about this pathetic team. She's peacing out. And she's like, I'm a legit boss. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree on the special teams. Uh, and then there's Kirk. Uh, Kirk looked very much, and people can disagree. They can, they can get mad, and they can they can say whatever. Kirk looked very much like the first half of 2015 Kirk yesterday, which was not good. Yeah, he had he, he had he, uh, the same statistical games in the first half because he was just playing catch up the whole time after being conservative the whole the whole game. He looked rough. He looked rough. He was missing simple reads. He was uh, like it looked like he had a very weak arm. Like uh, even, especially on the interception, that looked, yeah. that was such a Kirk interception. It was almost like he got like he lost his confidence, like from last season. Like he had so much at the end of the year, then we pulled that you know playoff game, and it just he didn't look like the same confident quarterback, especially after. I, the I pick. mean, I, I wish he would be confident, but I don't know what reason he has to be. Kirk Cousins, despite all of his wins last season, despite that big run they went on. They they still didn't beat a team with a winning record. So what's it matter if you can't beat a good football team? What's it matter? Uh, they're playing a first. They're playing a first place NFC East champions schedule this year. Yep, and that's gonna. If we can't beat uh, teams with winning records, then we are really gonna struggle because we've got some rough games down the stretch. Kirk Cousins, C minus. <laughs> and right now, Scott McLuhan's looking like a genius for not signing him. Yeah, yeah, he he, uh, he can get him cheaper at this point. Because he looked rough. Rough. Uh, and that makes this game, to me, because I think only one team has done it since 1990, uh, gone 0-2 and then made the playoffs. That yeah. makes this game against the division rival, a code red game to me. What is it to you? Where where are you at? Where's your where's your threat level? Oh, I I think if we lose to Dallas, then uh, we're definitely in code red. It's uh, there. They have a rookie quarterback, running back. I mean, we know, we all know that, but all all signs point that we should win this game, considering where we were at at the end. It of last year. It shouldn't be a year. contest, right? So if we manage to lose, I'm going to really be worried about the coaching, the team chemistry, and just knowing that something's wrong and I'm feeling like it it's it all kind of starts up front and and the coaching preparation a hundred percent. It's geez. I, I can't I can't stress enough how big of a game this is. I, I think for the fans and for the team in general, this is a team they should beat and this is a game uh early in the season yeah, that they absolutely must win. Yeah, like this is this is a this is a must win. I can't I can't stress that enough. If they lose this game, they're done. It's not just a typical um, <laughs> we have to beat Dallas because they're Dallas and our rivalry. It's a we have to beat Dallas or our season might as well start circling the toilet bowl. We'll be at yeah, the top. Yeah, and, and I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not saying the sky is falling. The sky is falling. The sky is gonna fall if they lose. Yeah, this game like that just proves they're not a good football team to me. Yeah, let 
let's let's get it done and uh, go on from there. I mean, that's all we got to do. Let's just be ready for this game. It's a short week. Short week, uh, and then they've got another division opponent coming up next week. It's uh, it's it's tough times for the Redskins to start off the season. But if they can get, they can win this game, move on, get to the Giants in the Meadowlands, hopefully beat them, and then get to the Browns. Got to get to the Browns and RG three list Browns already. <laughs> already, who's surprised? Because, Not because me. he literally, literally Leslie Nope ran directly into an Eagles defender. Just said, "Yeah, sliding." Nah, <laughs> I'm RG three. <laughs> that's his. I don't. That's I don't his care. Mo. That's his mo. Jesus, and and he looked all right in the first half. His receivers were dropping balls. Uh, looked. It was like, come on, no, okay, okay, he looks all right. Second half looked like garbage, and then just just ran into a defender. So it looks like the RG three saga is over. Won't get to see that matchup in week four. Won't won't have that extra drama added to it because he's done for at least week eight or nine. Yeah, eh, that's okay with me. So I mean, I was kind that, of that excited be, to see be, it, but I figured he'd be I, I was looking forward for to it. Us, I was so. looking forward to see what what kind of reception he would get because I think he was going to get half booze, half cheers. And, you know, maybe maybe this is, you know, some more stress off of Kirk Cousins' back. He doesn't have to worry about showing up RG3 this season. Yeah, very true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> like, he he doesn't have any expectations but his own. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I guess. Oh, well, you know you know what else is good? What's good? Keeping our pockets straight. Keeping our pockets straight so you can keep that sad child on the formula. <laughs> Keep that bottle filled. Keep your pockets straight. What I'm saying is, listen to these ads. This is co-host of Hog in the Mic, Max Bacon. You heard right, my name's Bacon. And you've also heard that bacon goes good on everything, right? So you know my opinion's valid. I'm here to tell you about Home Team Scouts. Home Team Scouts is a site that's here for anyone and everyone who's ever wanted to be an NFL scout and those who enjoy the fun challenge of NFL fantasy predictions and simulators. Go like their page on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. Sign up on their website. Participate in the discussions. I promise you won't be let down. Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Guard Cage. Yeah. Retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slam in action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to BlueBoardCage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it! Hey y'all, it's me, Rodney St. George, the owner and proprietor of Magnus and Such. It's the dog days of summer, but we've got a way for you to beat the heat our annual end-of-summer sale. Heading to the beach soon? Come on in and stock up on everyone's favorite summertime snack, iceberg lettuce. It's got ice right in the name, so you know it'll be refreshing to bite into when you're sitting on the beach soaking up the sun. Also, if you run out of sunscreen, you can just get some rubber bands and strap a bunch of lettuce leaves to your face and body to protect you from harmful UV rays. The end of summer also means that the little ones will be heading back to school soon, and you know you're going to need the number one item on all teachers' supply lists, Paper! Magnets and such has any kind of paper you could want. College ruled? I got it! Graphing paper? I got that too. 
papyrus? I don't have it in the store, but I got a guy in Egypt. I can get it for you. But be warned, we do not carry other school supplies. It's just paper. We don't have pens. We don't have pencils, folders, backpacks. It's just paper. Stop asking. For the love of God, stop asking. We just carry paper and lettuce. It's right in the name. So before that chill in the air arrives, enter some of the right way with a visit to us here at Magnets and Such. Come on down to Magnets and Such and let us sell you some paper and lettuce. Holy cow. Holy cow. I just, I just noticed. I just noticed. I just noticed. You know who's not here? Kenneth J. Paltrow III? Yeah, he's at home, washing his tights. Again. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured he I figured he would be more hurt by uh by the loss, but he didn't he didn't seem, you know, overly exasperated to me. It's because he's a Ravens fan. <laughs> he, he's I a think, Ravens fan. I think he just looked at Kirk's stats and was like, Oh, that's pretty good. I can get by with those stats for a week. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure it's because he uh, looked at Flacco's stats. Because <laughs> he's a Ravens fan. Uh, uh, but speaking of the dear departed Kenneth J, do we have a poem? I, I heard he at least wrote a poem. We do have a poem. Um, holy holy crap! He's actually he's actually contributing. He, I mean, we gave him a signing bonus of fifteen cents, and uh, he said that's worth at least a poem. Fifteen cents all in gelt. <laughs> all in Jewish gelt. Oh, man. Or Jewish guilt. I don't know. Is that a thing? I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know one thing about him besides Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. How, how Tennessee of you, Matt? I know. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus was a Jew, uh, by the way. Um, my boss was a Jewish carpenter. Um, please read this this abomination of a poem by kenneth j paltrow this poem is titled week one antonio frown god i hate it already (laughs) he runs down the field with the greatest of ease our cornerback shaking with trembling knees his hands must be made of sticky fly traps our safeties try cutting but their ankle just snaps His strength is so pure, right down to the bone. Our linemen just laugh as he twerks in the zone. He jumps in the air (laughs) as high as can be. We never stood a chance, covering with Bashad B. He's gotten worse at this somehow. I didn't think it was possible to get worse, but he's gotten worse. Let's see what we can get him to contribute for week three. He, I think he wants us to get down on our knees and beg him to be on the show. So I'm not doing it. I know you're not doing it. So listeners, I don't think he contributed that much. <laughs> listeners, if <laughs> he you just contributed to yelling, if you want to, if you want to hear Kenny back on the show, you all are going to have to get on him because it, we're we're not we're not begging him like he wants us to. Yeah, yeah, hit him up on his non-existent Twitter account because he's afraid the government's going to come like take him away or something. <laughs> Well, he's got we'll issues. See what clearly, happens. clearly has issues. Um, but you know what? You know what? I'm looking forward to. What's that? Not have not talking about Kenny, and for another week, another episode, another sizzling rendition of Max Bacon's Six Sizzling Keys to Victory. 
Ooh, listen to that bacon sizzle. Smell it. Waft them, waft them fat globules up into your nose holes. My mm. house still smells like bacon from breakfast this morning. Jeez, I wish I had bacon. I did I did have a uh, McDonald's sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit with a hash brown and yeah. coffee. You know, that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, recently, I did, I did get the gift of uh, the full expanded McDonald's uh, breakfast menu for 24-7. Oh, because yeah? uh, up here in the north, Max, I don't know if you knew about this horrible thing. I called a McMuffin. Like I, I don't know what a McMuffin is. It's disgusting. It looks like a sp- sponge bread or something. It just it's gross. I know it, and I'm but not a fan. That was the that was the 24 hour thing. We couldn't get biscuits here. Oh, no biscuits. What is wrong? All they had were McMuffins. In the south, they had biscuits. Because so we know what when we're they doing expanded it into September 1st, it was biscuits, McGriddles. And McMuffins 24-7. So my life is complete now. I can have a biscuit any time of the day for McDonald's. Very nice. You can uh, sleep yeah, in until noon if you want and go get a biscuit. That's exactly what I do. And, and you know, if, uh, like if I want a biscuit in the evening, biscuit in the morning, biscuit at supper time. When biscuits are at McDonald's, you can eat biscuits anytime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, enough about biscuits. But, yeah, it's, it's great times. I love biscuits. Uh, give me that first. Slab of bacon. First slab is very simple. Let's sack Dak. Rookie QB. Rookie Uh, QB. Do you think they're going to put eight in the box and just dare Dak to beat them? They probably should because uh, that could, you know, we could put pressure on them that way and put pressure on their run game. Um, I don't, I think that's honestly probably the smartest strategy they could do at this point. I mean, the only time they've ever really had success against that offensive line is when they blitzed and blitzed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that was against Tony Romo, but I think that's probably your best key to success against Dak, too, although he might hold on to the ball longer. I'm not really sure where he's at. I haven't seen a lot from him. But uh, it should be should be interesting in his second start as a, what, a fourth-rounder? Yeah, fourth-rounder, yeah. same as I, Cousins. Yeah, battle of the fourth-rounders is great. <laughs> it's great. Who would have thought the NFC East would come to this? (laughs) Tears. Give me that second slab of bacon. Number two, play less conservative on offense and work it in the red zone. Work it in the red zone. They were terrible in the red zone this week, this past week. Well, I guess Monday. They were terrible in the red zone, as we mentioned earlier. Just horrific. I'm sure Hopkins loved it, but uh, nobody else did. Yeah, I, I didn't have him on uh, in fantasy. <laughs> oh, I did. I, I I don't know why. I just had a feeling we were going to kick a lot of field goals. Hmm. Uh, I should have picked him up. It would have been good times. It would have <laughs> been good times. Oh, well, third slab of bacon. Third slab of bacon. Uh, we're going to have to stop the big play. We, we saw what the big play did to us week one. Um, there's no way we can let that happen again against Dallas and expect to win, especially with the way our offense is playing right now. You're going to have to keep the receivers in front of them, and I hope they adjust uh, to the Cowboys. Joe Barry's got to got to do something. He can't just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting Richard Breland to suddenly be able to co- cover Antonio Brown. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he has, uh, ever since he's been there, been the one that frustrates Des Bryant. Do you keep him on Bryant? Uh, do you just leave him on one side of the field? Uh, do you let Norman do Bryant the whole time? Uh, I mean, I I think you see what see what works. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I've heard nothing but good things about Breland in camp this year, but he looked like garbage in the first game. Uh, some of those things were, again, just kind of lucky happenstance things. Uh, the ball bouncing off people's chest and just really perfect throws from Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Uh, you, I, I think you, you give him a chance to uh, make up for it and uh, gain some confidence back. And uh, see what happens, but uh, you you've got to have Josh Norman at least sometimes on Des Bryant, you would imagine. Absolutely. And I think if I think if you can keep him covered, and hopefully someone can cover Jason Wooden, I think the Redskins can be fine. But uh, uh, hopefully hopefully they do put eight in the box and just stop them run wise because that's going to be the, be their bread and butter, I imagine. Yeah, a hundred percent. How about that next slab of bacon? Uh, next slab of bacon is, uh, I think it's important that we get our run game going. It's, it's not, we didn't hit the ground running as they say in game one. So maybe we can start it up game two. Uh, I believe last year Jones, that was his huge game was game two. Was it not? It was. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just don't feel like, again, I don't feel like Jay Gruden is actually committed to run. He wants to say he is, but he's, he's really He wants not. to say he is. He wants a running back that can catch out of the backfield. That's all he wants. He'll he'll sprinkle in some runs because he has to, but I don't believe he has been or ever will be committed to the run, and I think that leaves the, the Redskins with a stilted offense, uh, very uneven, and uh, Vulnerable. You'll, you'll, con- you'll continue to get these type of performances out of him because Kirk Cousins is not as good of a quarterback as Andy Dalton. <laughs> And they and they don't have an AJ Green. We'll see about that. We'll see. He's the I, right now. Uh, I'll put the the red rifle up above Kirk Cousins. He's proved a lot more than them. Give me that next sizzling piece of bacon. Um, opposite of getting our run game going, we're going to have to stop theirs. We just need to uh, contain the run. Uh, they're going to run, run, run. I have a feeling, and uh, we just got to stop it. Run, run, run till their daddy takes their T-bird away. Yeah, simple. <laughs> That's simple. Uh, yeah, like uh, it, it would be nice. It'd be nice again. I, I expect eight in the box, and them to dare Dak Prescott to beat them with the pass. I hope so. I, I think I think they're going to put a lot of weight on the the shoulders of their secondary and see what they've got, and see if. Uh, well, what did you think of uh, D'Angelo Hall and the continued uh, kind of? Experiment. transition for him i guess uh, experiment uh at safety did did he look good to you i thought he looked okay but uh not great he looked he looks better in the run <laughs> than he does against the pass yeah which is weird like uh, yeah. uh yeah super weird yeah i mean it's it's not a i wouldn't say a failed experiment that it's not a it's completely successful experiment yet uh but he doesn't look bad he doesn't do anything that's completely noticeable where you're like god that's awful like why is he there uh, yeah, like uh, I think I think he'll get better as he learns the position and kind of transitions and uh, plays more instinctually because he is a very instinctual player. Um, I I, th- I think he can extend his career by by uh, three to five years if he does. Yeah, yeah, I think and, so. And and if if he can actually do that successfully, and I I hope he does. Uh, unlike uh, Kenny, he's one of my favorite Redskins of the past. Oh yeah, me too. Know. He he's always always been solid, always been a playmaker. I don't have a reason not to like him. Exactly, exactly. And I think you've got one last slab of bacon for us. Yep. Uh 
I want to see us play a little more disciplined. Uh, we had we had some penalties that kind of hurt us uh, on top of everything else, um, but we need to play disciplined ball on the offensive and defensive line. I don't know if people are just getting out of place or what, but, uh, I mean, it's that again goes to the coaching. Uh, yeah, there's going to have to be better coaching this game. Uh, and uh, I don't know if it was just me. Did you think – the team, especially the defense, was a bit winded there in the first half. Yeah, half of the game. Yeah, I mean, well, they were on the field Late quite a bit. Half. It seemed like <laughs> so that makes. Yeah, sense. it looked like they were winded. Uh, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to do better in their conditioning. Again, it's early in the season, but they can't let the season slip away this early either. So, yeah, they have to play better ball than that. It looked like uh, Pittsburgh just they were in better shape and had better conditioning. They looked like. For, even deep in the fourth quarter, they looked like they were in the first. I mean, that and that and they have a knack of getting these players that look like they're nothing, or drafting these players that are that look like they're nothing. Yeah, and they they come in and they contribute. They have so much talent in their their first, second, third strings, like the players that just end up playing, like freaking Jesse James. This game terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like sick of hearing his name and sick of those stupid terrible towels. Oh, I know. Anyway, uh, what's Vegas giving the Redskins this game? Uh, tell me they're favored. Yeah, they're favored, um, not surprisingly. Uh, by the amount they're favored for three is kind of surprising to me, considering how pe- down people are on Dallas. But somebody made a good point to me that Vegas loves Dallas always and forever. So Redskins minus three over under 46. So minus three, and that's at home. So they pretty see, even. See them as even teams. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's not good because Dallas should be horrible. Yeah, and I think they're horrible. Yeah, the public always loves Dallas too. I guess it's kind of one of yeah. those things. I guess so. Um, what what what's your pick this week? What do you see happening? Um, I I have a a bad fear of us going down 0-2, I, but I think as good as we were last year and with all the talent that we have put together, I see us squeaking this one out. Uh, they, Dallas is in a one-point game last week. I think it's going to be a one-to-two-point game here as well, and uh, I'm going to give us the victory 23-21. I don't see it going too much differently. I'm going to say Redskins 27, Cowboys 17. Uh, I don't think Kirk's going to look amazing. I think he's going to have one of those uneven games, but I think he's going to be more good than bad. Um, I don't know. I think this team's got more heart than that. I, I think they've got more heart than to, to lose to this team this week. Yeah. And I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope they can actually pull it together and not disappoint because that's that's all the Redskins have done when they've had any expectations is disappoint. Yeah, yeah. Let's Let's go back-to-back playoffs. Sweet baby Jesus. Let's do it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Please. Let's uh, let's let's do something. I don't want to see this uh, uh, East suck. carousel continue where each team wins it for four years and then we we have to wait another four to, to win again. Let's go ahead and do it again. Yeah, it should it should by all rights be the Redskins time it, to yeah. finally step up, finally take finally take a hold of the East for a little bit. Finally uh make the Redskins a uh I don't know, a feared opponent again. I hope I hope we can um, if we can get a big win this week and actually look better than I think we're going to look um, come out and surprise some people. Maybe we can put some fear in some opponents going into the game 
and, you know, kind of have make other teams change their mentality to where they're not like, oh, this is the Redskins of the past. Let's say, dang, this is a Redskins team that has a lot of talent. We should be scared. Uh, exactly, and that's that's what I want to see. I want to see some sort of, like, continued long-term success where you go, okay, I, I can see this happening. I see I see an upward trajectory. Well, we'll see. But it's been a while. It's been a while. Let's get uh, it, and boys. holy cow, I, here we are again at the end of an episode, the second episode of season two, talking to Mike. Same. And uh, it's Dallas week. Should be excited, but for some reason, it, it just feel I feel like we're all a little bit subdued after that first week. Week one sucked our souls a little bit. It, yeah, it should it should be better. Hopefully tomorrow I'll be at the tailgate. I'll be pumped up. I'll be chanting, "We want Dallas," and the Redskins will want Dallas as well, and they'll put them in the ground. Have a blast, man! Bring us the W, and um, make sure Kenny's there and not in Baltimore. Uh yeah. Okay, I bet he'll be in Baltimore. If not, I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna smash his face against the grill you'll see it next time you'll see him you'll have grill marks on his face it'll be great <laughs> oh well uh again this has been hogging the mic i'm your host eddie jenkins with your other host max bacon saying winning as a team is better than anything it's great success to share success see ya In contact hogging the mic search for us and find us on facebook follow us on twitter at hogging the mic or send us an email at hogginthemic at gmail.com.